young America, we need to talk. You may think this is uncool. You may even think it is bogus. But I want to tell you about something that has everyone buzzing. Something that concerns mature boys and girls just like you. Something called grassroots. stared at me like this is something new it was like, like it was like a moment it was just like i know I'm everyone <laughs> just stared at me i'm like guys really okay hey guys this is Aaron ashley simon this is brandon killaby welcome to another episode of grassroots podcast today we have an amazing guest who's gonna call out all of you broke dudes out there now let, let me for you now now listen i'm, st- <laughs> I'm, st- I'm sticking up for the fellas here today man. all right i'm gonna be under attack trying to defend our honor <laughs> In the comments, please help me if you find any discrepancies with these women's <laughs> theories or anything else. <laughs> but we do have an amazing guest today, which I'm really, really excited about. Um, we're, we have a, a tradition here that we like our guests to introduce themselves. So go ahead and introduce yourself to, to our lovely audience that are listening and viewing this. Hi, I am Passport Cuddy. I am an author, social media personality, influencer, and I'm... Happy to be here. <laughs> She's really like the Olivia Pope for women, if, if, if to sum it up, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Um, and we met, me and Cuddy met a while ago, and um, just listening to her speak, she kind of had the same struggles we had as far as like growing the po- our, our, our podcast and just growing our brand. Yeah. I thought she was very interesting, so that's why we're having on outside of just th- this book. So I want to get into the book. But first, um, I really wanted to start on, like there's so many women or just people, I'll say, that kind of... Um, take to social media to make clips and things like that yours seems to be a little bit different though like it's it's not the cliche that you see where women just do these little funny clips and then that's it It, yours seems to be much more impactful yeah like yours is just different so talk to me about that i wanted to be relatable Mm -hmm. because i think that um i started off on twitter where i got really popular and it was from that same type of commentary what i have in my videos on instagram now Mm -hmm. i was doing on twitter for like the past almost 10 years and People were like, oh, my God, I went through that, too. Oh, my God, the guys I know do that, too. Oh, my God, the girl, my family does that, my girl, you know. Yeah. So when I got to Instagram, it was like just taking real-life things that I go through every day, that I experience, that my friends experience, everybody experiences, and then make it into a video, into a funny way, or Mm -hmm. just something that people were like, oh, my God, I relate to that. So that's really... And it's not necessarily meant to be, like, funny or mm-hmm. I'm not a comedian. It comes off funny because it's true. Well, so. uh, that's the thing. I think that that I did. I, I never looking at your videos. I don't really get comedy, even though I think that they're funny. Like some of the mm-hmm. things, like I've hit you, like yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah. But because I can just see it, just because I'm a visual person. But yeah. I often wonder: Are a lot of these experiences that you go through and kind of bring to light? Are, are these personal experiences or are these offhand experiences like maybe like your friend? Most of them are personal. Mm. Oh, wow. mm. oh. Most of them are personal, <laughs> but sometimes I do take topics from other people. Mm-hmm. And I've, ex- I mean, you could be in a friend to somebody or yeah. a family member to somebody and basically be going through the same. Not, 
not going through the same thing as them, but be going through it with them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're there firsthand, primary source. You see, like, there's some guys that I've experienced through my friends, like gotcha. my friend's child's father, my friend's father, my friend's husband. Yeah. So yeah. I'm able to, you know, make a a video or just some commentary about it based on me having to see how they acted in their scenario. So mm-hmm. sometimes it's most of the time it's me, but sometimes I do take things from other people. I got to ask you, I'm not quite sure, but I'm assuming that you probably had your video on the shade room or one of those ball oh, alert ball or I was um, featuring on ball alert. I was like taking over their Snapchat two years ago. Yeah. And, um, now, sometimes my videos get posted to different places. Like today, Ply has reposted one of my videos about guys just wanting to fuck. <laughs> He's like, what do you think? <laughs> He's like, is she telling the truth or not? Nah? You know? Mm. So people do repost my videos a lot. So how is it like, you know, sometimes when people respond to those videos, they can be a little, little crazy and sometimes intrusive. So yeah. like, how are you able to deal with that? Well... My personality has already outed myself for like the past since like I've been on Twitter since like 2009. Mm -hmm. So nothing really phases me anymore. I have really thick skin. Twitter used to drag me. (laughs) (laughs) They used to drag me so badly. First of all, if it wasn't my looks, it was, oh, you're stupid. You're ugly. You're dumb. You're, you know, and, um. They picked every single aspect of me apart, whether it was my my nose, my face, my skin, mm. my oh, you tweet like you're light skin and you're dark skin. Oh, you tweet, <laughs> oh, you got a big old nose. Oh, you know, oh, you look like a man. You look like a drag queen. Oh, you're bullheaded. Oh, you have five necks. You know, like so, and over the years Damn. I've Twitter I've brushed hard, it man. off. Yeah. I've I've just eaten it and then yeah. It's like almost like hazing kind of because once, you know, I never reacted ever. Mm -hmm. I'm just, that's just not my personality. I always feel like if you go back at one person, then you got to go for them all. They just keep on, right. They just keep on coming. So once they saw that I wasn't that type of person, then they kind of fell back and like, oh, she a good sport. And so I don't really get the backlash that I used to get. And when it does come now, I'm just, I laugh at it. Sometimes it's funny. You know, like, I was when I was on Ball Alert, someone was like, oh, my God, she looks like a potato. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just busting out laughing. And everyone's like, all my friends are like, oh, my God, I can't believe, like, you could take that. I'm like, that's actually really funny. A potato? <laughs> like, you know. So. That's what I'm saying. Out of all vegetables, a potato? Like, <laughs> like what makes I, you... I was brown, round, head, like oval head, I guess. I had my short haircut. They were like, you look like Mr. Potato Head. But I was like, <laughs> that is actually kind of funny, you know? I'm a good sport. I'm, I, don't, I don't let it get to me. I, and I never really let it get to me, but... Um, you, you still you you felt a little bit in the beginning, but then it was like it keeps yeah. But it's like it's like when it happens over and over again, you're just kind of used to. It. You're right. just like, uh, that's kind of like we're going through a hazing period yeah, right now we, too. We get hazed, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, we've gotten I, like I, I fight the, I fight them back. Oh, we got really? yeah. And, and, and forever's listen, keep coming. Really? Yeah, I've been I've been listen. I've been called a feminist. Yeah, I've been called yeah. like a duplicate of Nadeska. He's yeah. been called a Joe doppelganger. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but fans, fans got to do better than that. Like, yeah. that's so unoriginal. Like, everyone knows our relationship. I've yes. been called, like, you got to, once you start doing that, I'm like, are oh, you corny? Yeah. Like, but he dead as got called funny. comic.
vomit on the street, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, was, that, that was a bad day. <laughs> that was a bad day. Wow, that damn woman. Um, so wait, I wanted to um, also talk, uh, touch on uh, 2012 was a big year for you. As far as uh, you, you organized something, I wanted you to kind of talk about that because I feel oh, like, pardon? yeah, I feel oh. like that um, <laughs> that really started to help transcend you and your brand yeah. and, and kind of, I think, confused people because yeah. it, it, it gave a mixed message that I don't think that they were looking for. So let's talk about that a little bit. Um, in 2012, I started this event called the Cuddy Pole Party. I teamed up with a friend of mine who used to be a dancer at Magic City and her and one of her girls that she used to work with, they were known for being like, we call them superheroes because mm -hmm. they were flying around in the ceiling, <laughs> you know. So um, when she stopped dancing, she opened up her own pole studio and she used to do fitness classes centered around not stripping necessarily, but just sexy, you know, just mm -hmm. a sexiness. So she had like booty bounce, um, sexy flexy and um, like teaching people how to use, do pole. Mm -hmm. So one day I was in Atlanta and she was going to work and I said, oh, I'm going to come to one of your classes today and or tomorrow. And then. Um, I tweeted, oh, who wants to come with me to the class tomorrow? Meet me at so-and-so. And then all these girls like, me, 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 me. She was like, oh, maybe we should like get some cupcakes and stuff. Tell everybody to come. You know, like, mm. let's do a little party. And we literally did it one time, and it just kind of took off. So we did it in six cities, and um, it, it was amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. So I hosted it. She taught the party. Mm -hmm. But ever since then, it was like, then I started throwing events, you yeah. know? And then yeah. it was like, oh, I want to go to Cuddy's event. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to meet her. She, you know, I'm cool. I'm nice. And they're like, oh, somebody who's down to earth. Because yeah. I was always in the crowd, especially like on Twitter, responding to people, talking mm -hmm. to people. I was never like, Ugh, you know, yeah. I'm very friendly yeah you, but that was my thing I, I felt like those events kind of made you kind of stand out way more like it it, it definitely made you more relatable I, mm -hmm. I would say you, it, you went from being this huge person to just oh she's really actually really cool she don't even care about that shit yeah. so like a lot of the people that you've met throughout those experiences and those events uh, do you still stay in contact with them like uh, what kind of experiences have you had where it's like damn I wasn't expecting you to say that type of shit um I've met what do you mean? Like as far as famous people or regular no, people? No, just just regular people. Oh yeah, people. I've yeah. gained a lot of really good people in my life from mm -hmm. just that alone. People yeah. that I started traveling with, mm -hmm. people that I started um talking to on the phone. They I visited their house, they visited my house. Mm -hmm. Um they've helped me in so many ways. I have this community of people called the Cuddy Cult. That's what mm -hmm. we call them. So it has gotten very intimate. Yeah. Like, it's 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 big, mm -hmm. but it's very intimate to the point where in my lives right now, I you know, it's my live. I thought these were my followers, and somehow these followers are always in there now. These people are always in there now. So now they've become cool with each other. I see them hanging out, yeah. sending each other things, yeah. you know, going places and mm. talking to each other. So... 
the networking has been amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So, you uh, so you know, social media, you built up a big following kind of relationship was there. But, like, for people who are listening, you know, some people think that, like, oh, in order for me to be super popular or popping, like, I got to have a lot of followers. But what is the importance or what are some things that you find important with having that one-on-one in-person connection with your fans and supporters? Well, the thing is that people need to know that it's not about how many followers you have. It's more about the um, the the bond that you have with your following. Because I have less followers than a lot of people and can sell out more than them and at a higher price. Mm-hmm. Because my interaction, my engagement with them. You have some people who are popular that they will never respond to a DM. They will never respond to a comment. They will never acknowledge or engage with the people. So when that happens, people feel kind of neglected. And they, like, let's say, for example, um, if somebody more popular than me was throwing an event, somebody may be hesitant to go because they don't know if they're actually going to get a chance to speak to them, see mm. them, yeah. take a picture with them. But with me, they know they're going to see me. They know they're going to speak to me. They know they're going to, you know, get an opportunity. I'll stay after and take pictures with every single person until the line is done, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So that has helped me. And then people, people, I don't want to say recommend, but they tell other people, like, she's so cool. I went to her event. She's yeah. so nice. She follow her. She's great. She replied to my DM. And sometimes I feel bad because now that I'm getting more popular, I don't get to reply to every single person. Yeah. And I feel I feel sometimes like I'm fit. Like, some one of these emails could be somebody, like, ready to jump off a really ledge. You know, like, help. one girl, I just happened to catch the email. She was saying that she, she felt so bad because she had just had sex with two dudes um like at the same time and she felt like she felt horrible about it to the point where she was like feeling so guilty it sounded like she was like talking about doing something to herself like hurting herself so i'm so happy that i caught it because i had to like you know uh uh like bring her down from that uh dark place yeah yeah and i I was like, oh, girl, please. <laughs> like, that ain't nothing. Got, stop talking to both of them. Fuck that. <laughs> You're like, disappear on both of them. Oh, well. You know? <laughs> so that she didn't feel bad about herself. Yeah. Because, you know, the average person would be like, oh, my God, I can't believe you did that. You know, I had to make it seem like it wasn't nothing. Yeah. So, I mean, not that I think that it is, but just so that she didn't think yeah. that. Yeah. 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 So she, so, you got to yeah. protect her at that point. Yeah. Um, as far as... Um, the engagement and everything, I really, I, um, yeah, it's just interaction, engagement. Yeah. Even, like, with Instagram now, they say f- less than five words is not true engagement. So, because they want to know that people are there speaking to you. Yeah. yeah. You know? They want to know that you guys are having a conversation, people are invested, you yeah. know, because... You got to, if you're really trying to do something, you got to turn it into a dollar. Mm -hmm. They say for like every 10 followers you have, only one person is going to buy something and one in a possible. Yeah. Yeah. Goes back to also like the true 1,000 fans. They say that if you can get Mm -hmm. 1,000 true fans that are willing to spend, you can live off that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think, I think that's true too. At what point though, um, because we actually, that's kind of our our model. Like we try to engage with our fans. Erin does an amazing job. I try to keep up. She's like amazing with that shit. Mm -hmm. Um, 
But at what point did you realize that that was important? Like where you knew like, all right, these people care about me. Maybe I should start caring about them a little bit more. I always did. Okay. Um, I never got on Twitter to be any, to be popular at all. Yeah. I got on yeah. Twitter because my boyfriend was in jail. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I needed something to do. And my Yo, friend, that's a wild. <laughs> we not just gonna skip over that. That's a wild reason. Wait, yeah, you gotta tell that story. What is my, my boyfriend was in jail. My friend, I was, I didn't have a job. I wasn't doing anything. He was one of those that took care of me. I didn't work. I was, we were traveling, hanging out, all of this stuff. And then when he went to jail, my friend, you know, I was just bored doing nothing at home. And then she was like, oh, the least you could do is get on Twitter. It's fun. Fabulous is over there making everybody laugh and stuff. Like, oh, at the time, it was like, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it was like in the inception kind of of Twitter, like on the yeah. rise. So I got on Twitter and I started doing the hashtags. And I mean, I started on Twitter with zero followers, just like everybody else. So I'm doing the. But the thing is that I was always kind of a writer. I was always a writer. I went to college for writing, everything. So I always had like this little witty thing about me. And um, I was able to say whatever I want and nobody knew who I was. Mm -hmm. So I would do the hashtags and I would say the craziest things that came to my mind. And then everybody was like following me. And then I'm looking and I'm like, oh my God, I got 300 followers. Oh my God, I got 600 followers. Oh my God, I got a thousand followers. And then more and more and more, but nobody knew me. So yeah. I'm saying crazier and crazier things, not on purpose. It's really what I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I'm not being held accountable for it. <laughs> nobody knows. Nobody really cares. And then, um, then people started picking up. Then more people that I actually knew started following me. Joe Budden was actually one of the first popular people to retweet me and say, like, hey, that girl over there is kind of funny. And ever since he did that, it was like smooth sailing after that because people started paying attention. Yeah. And then it doesn't help that I pulled a Kim Kardashian and put a naked pickup. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't going to bring that up. <laughs> Since we're there. What, I hope what, nobody what, finds that picture. I was going to say, what made you do that, though? No, it was, um, I was doing a nude, I was in, like, a portfolio with Mike Mogul. Okay, um, okay, okay. He was doing a nude, a black girl nude mm -hmm. portfolio, whatever. Yeah. And that was one of my picks, and I just changed it to my um, Abby. Yeah, Abby. And everybody was like, the fuck? <laughs> is going on but people so either you follow me because of what i what you know i was saying or you followed me because i was naked either way <laughs> got, got, got that follow mission accomplished right. and then you know maybe i should um, put a naked picture <laughs> <laughs> listen you saw what safari did that's after what, that I'm saying. <laughs> right listen i mean not that i'm saying he did it i'm just saying you yeah, know something happened <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um, I always engaged. When, yeah, when I got on there, um, spoke back to people. It was like, I love conversation. Yeah. And I love, and other people, they're funny, man. <laughs> they're funny. Like, are you ever like online, like, wow, this is really funny. This person is yeah. like, everybody's like, how did you think about that? Listen. Sometimes I even say to myself, 
I wish I came up with that. I, yo, yeah, I, I say that often. Like, I'll see some funny shit like, damn, why did I think about that? And then I spend like 30 minutes beating myself up. Like, you're so fucking stupid. Right. You could have thought about like, this shit. Like, be more creative. Yeah, like, be correct. You're like, not thinking enough, Brandon. Like, two or three days ago, um, somebody said, somebody called me a gold digger on the internet. And some girl was like, well, what do you dig for dirt? And I was like, oh. So good. That is a really good comment. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. So, I, I got to yeah. be more witty now. Yeah. I really do. I'm really it's just, fun. I try to hurt your feelings when you talk bad about <laughs> me. That's where, that's where I'm at. No, I don't. That's, I, that's I where don't I'm care. at. Right. I will. What's your sign? I'm a Capricorn. Okay. And you? I'm an Aries. Okay, because I'm very, like, obsessed with it. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> what, what do you, what do you, tell me about myself. What, what do you know about Capricorns? Are you a mama's boy? Mind your business. All right, let's go. <laughs> You're doing too much. Mind your business. I want to more. Those would be mama's boys, actually. I'm, I'll say I'm a, I'm a mom and dad boy. I'm a family, okay. I'm a family guy. Okay. I'm very big yeah. on family. Yeah. yeah. All right, that's one. But that's a given. Most people know that. Come on, do better. <laughs> um, Capricorn guys, they're just very chill. Like, let's say, for example, in the book, I talk about um, Capricorn guys, you guys are not easy to get money out of. Like... You, it's not that you're cheap, but you guys have to be in a relationship for somebody to get that out of you, or Facts. else, <laughs> Facts. I'm being or honest. else you're gonna come off cheap, or you know, it's yeah. gonna come off. You guys are um, loyal, usually like to be in relationships long term, yeah, you know, I like the way you think. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true, though. That's really true. I could never be with a Capricorn, like, y'all are Whoa. way too chill. Well. Well, not not all Capricorns. It it really depends, though. I think I'm a, a, a hybrid. Like you seem like you have way more well, personality than. Yeah, what's yeah. your rise? What's your rise in? Um, because not yeah. What's your rise sign and then what's your setting sign? I don't know. Because yeah. that also can dictate yeah. too. Like that. mine is like Aries, and I think it's like Libra for both. Mm -hmm. Yeah, everyone says they when when they find out I'm a Capricorn, they don't believe that I'm a Capricorn. Yeah. So I know that there's probably something. Yeah, there there's something. Capricorn guys are usually not the ones to be on a mic, you yeah, know, and yeah. be talking and be out, you know, they're being friendly. They're usually kind of standoffish. I know a lot of Capricorns yeah. that are, are total opposites of me. Like, mm -hmm. don't like any type of spotlight. Yeah. Like, don't go out. Just, just yeah. be chilling. I'm yeah. completely opposite. Yeah. I gotta read. Look at the reading of the book over here. I, I know. We might, as well, we might as well get into it. We got all these men back reading her book. By the way, the Emmett Man is for money. Screw you. See that? See that, folks? Some of y'all are gonna feel very sad reading this book. I'm well, telling you right well, now. Well, no, I'm, I'm happy Cuddy bought my book. It's either way, either that I was gonna go to her house and get it because I need to know the tips. I need to know what's happening out there. Oh my god. Um, and without even, I, I really want to get into the book, so I, I guess we'll just go there. Yeah. What made you do this? Like, because I'm, I'm, let's go from where you started on, on, on Twitter mm -hmm. to throwing events to just becoming this huge social media personality that women and, and, and even men follow, you know, vigorously mm -hmm. to now having this. Like, this is a, a huge accomplishment. You know how many people strive mm -hmm. to try to write books and, yeah. and that actually yeah. are impactful? Yeah. So, I mean, talk to, talk to us about this. How did this come about? Okay, so... In the middle of my career on Twitter, me being transparent, you know, I'm, I didn't have a job for a while. I talked about guys giving me money. Um, and I just talked about, it was like little tidbits about how you can get money from guys and how guys gave me money and how, what I did, with, just, just my life really that mm -hmm. was going on. 
So then I used to get people. I had a show also. So I had a podcast. Like, it was a podcast before podcasts were podcasts. Mm-hmm. It was like um, a talk show on blog talk radio. It was called The Naked Truth. So every week I was the host and people were able to call in. Mm-hmm. So they would tell their stories on, you know, on the show. And that show was like amazing. I don't know why I stopped. <laughs> it was like really, really good. Yeah. And then so then um, the topics every week. I requested for people to email me, mm-hmm. you know, with their experiences yeah. based on the topic. Like, if you ever fucked a follower, if you had a threesome, this, that, whatever. But so some of the time, people would um, just send me a random email saying, like, Cuddy, how do I get money out of guys? Like, how do Damn. I, you know, like, I'm dating this guy. I'm not getting anything from him. I'm not getting a date. I'm not getting a, a pack of gum. I'm not getting anything, <laughs> you know? <clears throat> so... Literally got that question at least a couple of times a like maybe a week. Mm-hmm. And then finally I just basically started taking that email and copying and pasting it to every single person who emailed me. Um and then over the time I kept on saying, Yeah, I'm gonna write a book, I'm gonna write a book, I'm gonna write a book. But I was still pretty young. I was like 24, 25, and I just kept on putting it off. I wasn't really doing that much at the time. Yeah. And then I went back to school. For writing, so I felt like I learned how to write better, and then after that, I was like, okay, I'm ready. So, at first, it wasn't going to be this. It was going to be, like, my life story at first, Mm -hmm. and then I was like, "Uh," like, you know what? I should really give them what they have been asking for and waiting for. Mm -hmm. In the book, it does give tips about a strategy about how to get money from guys, how to, you know, um, figure out which type of girl you are to not, that has difficulty getting money from men, figuring out if he's a challenging guy to get money from, but then Mm -hmm. it also has personal stories about my trials and tribulations with guys um, over the course of like 10 years with getting money out of men mm-hmm. and then also like how it started i it was i was 21 years old in atlanta i well i, I met the guy in new york yeah. but he was from atlanta and then but before that i was paying for my boyfriend i was a sugar mama damn i was oh, taking man. care of him from the tip of his hat, head to the tip of his toes man. like every single thing from from the whole entire time. So, and that is, I I was like, let me just, you know, do it. Yeah. Did that did that bring up some hard times, like, for you? Like, as you started to write it and started to write out these these ways for women to kind of be aware, I guess, of, of what's happening, did it kind of put you in a bad space? Like, damn, this, this is really a fucked up time. Like, I got used or I got mistreated about some, with some shit. Um, no, the book doesn't have any of those times. I start the book at when I started getting money from guys. Okay. So it was before that that I was getting uh, money, that I was not getting money and that I was well, paying for Well, no, 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 it. I know that. What I'm saying is, like, <laughs> having, now that you're getting money from guys, I'm mm-hmm. sure that there was, like, a backslide where you had to revert back to past experiences that happened that led you to this point. So I'm, I'm just talking um, about, like, just you having to relive some of those moments to get those little jewels out of it to then be able to deliver to your fan base. No, because the... Uh, the only thing that I really regretted out of those situations is that I spent it all. (laughs) 
you know, I didn't save anything. I didn't do, you know, anything grand or smart with it. Mm -hmm. So that and that is a theme in the book, like showing girls. I was getting all of this money. And I didn't do anything. I was going on vacation. I was buying clothes. I was paying rent. I was buying shoes. I was going out. Mm -hmm. And then you get tired. Yeah. Like, you get tired of dealing with guys that you don't want to have anything to do with, really. Mm -hmm. And you're like, uh, uh, all to get your bills paid or... Yeah. To get some money to go on a trip. And then, so I encourage girls to still be independent. Mm Mm-hmm. But just have that standard, you know, that when a guy, um, when you're dealing with a guy, know how to um, just make the situation equal for mm-hmm. both of you. Yeah. It's yeah. not necessarily about as soon as you meet a guy, drain him. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. It's not about that. One of my models is if you pursue me, you owe me. <laughs> you know, like you came over here. <laughs> I was not worried about you. So since you came sniffing around here and <laughs> and I was not worried about you then and I know what you want, I'm going to see yeah. if I can get what I want, you know? Especially because everybody who tries to talk to you is not genuine they're not trying to have a relationship and that's the thing they come up to you like oh no i'm just i'm not looking for a relationship i'm just chilling i just want to hang out i just i'm not looking for anything serious uh you know and immediately you know okay cool (laughs) and then you know what type of time to be on that's the telltale sign pretty Mm -hmm. much yeah, so I, I, I'm really curious. We were earlier talking about the kinds of men. Uh-huh. Um, Nas was looking in the book trying to find himself in there. Um, so I, I know I, we don't want to give too much in the book, okay. but okay. can you kind of break down some of the guys that I guess women are looking to get money from? No, it's the guys or the guys that you have problems, problems getting money. money from. Okay. So I started off talking about the types of women that have difficulty getting money from a guy, right? So that's the independent woman. That's the woman who has um, the woman who has a, a reputation. Mm-hmm. You know, guys know like, oh, I know she had sex with two of my mans. I'm not paying nothing for her. Mm-hmm. Like she yeah. did it with them for free. I'm not about to, you know. Yeah. And then you have. Um, <clears throat> The girl who acts too needy or greedy, mm-hmm. begging. She has no game. She's just asking, asking, begging, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you're turning him off. Yeah. And then you have the girls who have sex too fast. They have sex first and then try to get something out of him later. And why would he? I mean, and you can. You can. It's possible. But don't think, don't lead with that. Yeah. You know? And then, so those are the four women that I speak about, and then um, I progress on to the challenger men. I'm like, okay, well, if you're not one of those four, then maybe something's wrong with him. Mm-hmm. Maybe he is broke. Maybe he is cheap. Maybe he's a liar. Because mm-hmm. the liar, I always say, like, broke doesn't mean cheap. Mm-hmm. And cheap doesn't mean broke. Mm. And a liar may not be broke or cheap. He just may not feel like either of you. I mean, like any, like you're worth it. Mm-hmm. He just may not feel like you're worth it. Yeah. So, um, and then you have, I say, the hunk in the trunk. So the hunk is the cute guy who he doesn't have to do anything. He's cute. Like girls want to deal with him just because he's fine. Mm-hmm. And then you have the guys with a big dick, and they don't got to do anything because girls just want to have sex with him because they know that the sex is good. Yeah, you know. So those basically, like if. 
And then I teach you, like, how to handle those guys. Yeah. You know? I mean, some of them you just have to throw back in the water. You're just not going to get any money out of it. You're not going to get money out of every guy at all. And you just have to be able to assess if you're wasting your time. That's it. It's like some CSI profiling. <laughs> I was just I'm, like, I'm dang. Say, I'm just taking all these notes. Like, <laughs> I got to make sure I'm paying attention to all of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> got to see what you women are looking for now. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> What's one of the most difficult times you've had? I want to talk more like that in, in terms of, uh, let's say you were dealing with a guy and you started to feel like, he was using you when you were really trying to get something out of him. When did you kind of like, all right, I gotta, I gotta figure out my game plan here mm. and switch this around a little bit. Um, hmm. When he was using me. Yeah, when you found out he was using you, but in turn you were really trying to use him too. Um, I don't know if I've ever experienced that. Um. <laughs> He was using me, but I was trying to use him. Mm -hmm. um, that doesn't last too long with me. Okay. Like, I've had situations where I've dealt with a guy. I figured that I would get something out of him, and somehow we wound up having sex before I got anything. But then if it took too long for me to get something, I'm like, just fuck it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and um, But I wouldn't continue to do it with him. Yeah. You know? Um, I mean, that's happened once or twice. And um, it's not it's not that I didn't get anything. It's that I didn't get money. <laughs> you know? Like I'm, so your goal is just money. <laughs> no, no, it's not my goal. No, not, I'm, I'm saying right. like when, when, when it comes to those type situations. Like, like money right. is success. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like money is like, okay, well, at any point, if you want to stop dealing with each other, I'm okay with it because... Yeah. <laughs> I didn't walk away empty-handed, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. But um, I've had, uh, in the book, I talk about one time where I wind back up with a broke dude. He was cute. <laughs> one, of, one of your That's rules. I was about to say, one of your yeah. rules. Got you. That's how I found out. <laughs> so he was cute. He was a bartender in Atlanta at one of the very popular... Um, restaurants down there mm -hmm. he had invited me to a party um at the restaurant later on that night and um we exchanged numbers and he wound up being the cute guy he wound up being the liar he wound up being broke he wound up being all of them oh, like man. in one so <clears throat> went back to new york and i don't remember if he said like oh when you're coming back down or this or that but you know i Went back. He said that he would give me the money back, mm -hmm. and I went back. I went back down to see him. Had sex and wanted to be an amazing. And then I wanted him to be my boyfriend. So then I kept. <laughs> Damn, <on. laughs> just that fast. Y'all yeah. just been like, yo, just be mine, <laughs> right? <laughs> so I just kept on going back over and over to and like this tally of him supposed to give me my money back just keeps on, you know, getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and I'm getting angry now. So. I'm like, hold up. <laughs> Am I being used? Right. Like, <laughs> and then finally, um, I talk about that in the book that I run into one of the ex guys who used to give me money and I was with him. And the whole Atlanta knew that he was broke and I was embarrassed. Ooh. He saw me, the guy that I used to get a whole lot of money from, saw me with the broke guy and was like, he was like, I was in Magic City. He said, um, who are you here? 
it. Like I hadn't seen him in a while. He was like, "What's yeah. up? You look good." I was like, "Oh, just uh, over there." <laughs> like and I'm like waving, like, ah. and then he looked over there, like, <laughs> like laughed, like on some. <laughs> Like Damn you and him, <laughs> right, right. So I was embarrassed after that. I broke up with him. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> like that night. Yeah, n- like very shortly after, because okay. it was like, oh no, how could I do this? You know, yeah. like I was really embarrassed. So yeah. I broke up, and it was funny because while I was trying to break up with him, he was like, no, 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 and then he like started trying to he like started, pay. He, tr- he started getting money. Like, right. oh. Right. I got a couple That's of dollars. Right, right. Got a couple of dollars. He's like stealing from the bar and everything for Damn. me. Oh like here, gosh. like uh, I got the money for your rental. I got the money for your flight. I got the and I'm like, it's too late. Dog. Yeah, too late. Too I don't late, care. Yeah. Have you ever been in a situation where, it, well, in one of those situations, and then you start falling for that guy, and then you get your heart broken? I don't really get my heart broken that much. I mean, I it's you not had, that you had to have had no, 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 gotten your not heart broken like, once. Come on, Cuddy, don't do that. No, 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 no. <laughs> Meaning, I don't know what, like, true heartbreak well, is. Well, yeah, like, hold on. Yeah, wait. Yeah, let's slow down. That's, wait, a, that's a good question. Have you, so you haven't ever yeah. really been in love with the no, 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 guy? No, 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 no. It's not that. I'm saying, like, I was talking about this on, like, Instagram or Twitter the other day about this. Um, I don't let it linger for long enough for it to really feel like devastation and I'm like on to the next I'm a serial dater so oh you're one of those wait no, I mean you're a Rolodex Is no that? like yeah. not right now but then yeah. it was like I couldn't really get heartbroken because I was getting what I wanted out of the situation like I wasn't really so you alright so I, 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 I think I'm following so you never really went into these <laughs> situations with the intent of trying to for it to blossom into something else. You had mm-hmm. a goal or an, or an agenda. So you've never really gotten to that point of being like really head over heels. No, I've been head over heels with guys that I wasn't in this type of situation with and I've gotten heartbroken. Well, right. or, you know, we just drama, yeah. you know, where it's like, oh my God, like I've been, you know, going back and forth with a guy mm-hmm. and his baby mom or um, a guy cheating 24-7 or, you know, yeah. I was with a guy that I really, really, really thought I liked and loved and then found out he was married and was like, oh! Oh, man. You oh, know? Man. So, but then for some strange reason, it's like, as soon as I find out, I'm like, okay! <laughs> and then it's like, all right, well, now it's time to milk you because you play you play with oh, me. Oh, it switches. You switch yeah, like it mode. switches immediately. Like I don't allow myself to like sulk in that mm-hmm. pain. It stings. Yeah. And it may hurt for a little while, but then You don't let it take over you. Mm-mm. Yeah. Never. So how do you how do you distinguish and separate from like the guys that you're you have that like agenda in terms of like getting money out from them and then the guys where you're like really interested in them and the ones that you maybe have broken your heart or have had some drama mm-hmm. like how are you able to separate that It depends on the energy they're giving you back you know and what their intention and what their motive is and how they're treating you Um to be honest the guys that I a lot of the guys that I was getting money out of they had a situation they had a wife, they had a girlfriend, they had a girl that they lived with, they had, they told me they ain't really, they, I might have not even known their first or last name. They're like, here, here's some money, you know, or whatever. So 
you know when somebody's trying to be genuine with you. Yeah. They're giving you time, energy. They're, you know, they're letting you into their world. You're letting them into your world. Um, so you know, and then and then you know what it's not. You know, like you'll call a guy, you can't get him for days at a time. You don't know much about him. He doesn't know much about you. He doesn't even care to know about you. Like you know, if somebody's interested in you. Like, damn, he doesn't even ask me anything. He doesn't yeah. ask me what I want to do. You know, he doesn't know where I live. He doesn't care. He doesn't know where I work. He doesn't have my job number. You know, like yeah. Yeah. these guys that don't Just care. Just the normal things. Yeah, you know. Yeah. When a guy is not really that invested, yeah. Yeah. ask him, what's my favorite color? Right. Yeah, if he don't know that, right. then yeah. Oh, come on. As time <laughs> That is like a basic thing that you will eventually find out. Or you can even ask, what's my mother's name? Well, that's oh, different. Yeah. That's different. That's different. I, I, I find questions like, um, why do you love me? I feel like that's Wait, a very... when do they ask that? Like, when, like how soon in the relationship? Well, no. Let's say if you're in a relationship and, and, and time is passing, you say, why do you love me? I, I've asked that several times. Why do women ask that question? You know how many... How, just for a man, there's multiple reasons why a man could, could love you, to, to sum it up. And I always feel like no matter what answer you give, you, it's, it, it would be wrong or, or inadequate because it wouldn't be enough. Oh, not always. Like, Depends I, on the, like, the love language concept, yeah. you know? yeah. That's Some true. people feel love in certain ways. If it's like because you're caring, you're super nice, or like the like the little things you do, like help me with my taxes and stuff. Like yeah. they may be like, oh wow, mm-hmm. and it's just based off of the, like what people consider as love to them. It's different for everyone, you know. Yeah. Okay. I also um, I could like you could like equate it to this. One time, someone told me, don't tell people what you're good at. Ask other people what they would hire you for. Because mm-hmm. what you think you're good at isn't necessarily what somebody else may see in you. So, for example, mm-hmm. um, you may think that you may want to be a fashion stylist, you know, and everybody else may think that you dress horribly. Mm-hmm. And then, but they think that you're a great event planner yeah. or that you are a great, um, that you would be a great therapist or something like that, you know? So, I think that when women ask you that or just ask men that, they want to see the things that um, are highlighted to the man and why they've stuck around, you know, because um, we, and maybe for you to say, like, maybe he could say something totally different than you expected him to say, oh, this happened. Um, Not with guys, with friends. Mm -hmm. Um, I was talking one time about how my friends have taught me how to be a better friend. There's plenty of things that I I would not do that they've done for me. Some of my friends have come help me pack, packed up my house, helped me move. Mm-hmm. I'm not that friend. Sorry, not helping you move. I will <laughs> I will figure out how much um, <laughs> a mover is. I might pay for it for you. That's help. You know? That's help. But I'm not actually coming to your house and packing up anything because I don't even want to do it for myself. So those, and I tell people, don't be mad that people won't do for you what you would do for them because yeah. this, the vice versa. Like, and I thought I was the money friend. Everybody seems to call me for money. So I'm like, yeah, I'm the money friend. Everybody calls me when they need money. So I literally called about seven of my friends. and was like, hey. What type of friend am I? What, what, why am I important? Not, I mean, you know, yeah. what am I good for? In, as ter- and 
all the people who I borrowed, who loaned, who I loaned money to and who borrowed money from me, nobody said money. I was pissed off, though. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, really? <laughs> what did they say? They said, um, for reason. Like, I'm the, re I'm the rational person. They want, when they have something that they need to, like, think deeply about, dissect. Um, a lot of people, uh, they said they trust me, you know, but... I was like, oh, well, I'm not loaning money anymore since yeah. that's not at the top of... <laughs> I was about to say, you probably, all right, well, fuck this money. Right, right. I, I'll just keep talking. Right, just keep exactly. Talking. That's, that's free. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I should be charging you for my reason. <laughs> you should charge them for you giving them money yeah. and you're not even getting uh, fucking credit for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, mm -hmm. man. I was mad about that. So I, I guess before we close, what do you want, uh, outside of, the, I guess, the premise of the book, what do you really want women to, to take from this book? Or just readers? Um... The book is about self-esteem. It's about um, being uh, confident and also knowing your value and your worth. Because there's plenty of women, and I'm actually extending the book. Because um, I'm trying to go to a publisher right now. Okay. It's self-published. So when I, I guess it was fear that I didn't publish it when it first came out and mm -hmm. not to mention they may be like who the hell are you I don't care yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. so um I self-published it I didn't even think twice about it I just did it myself and then um so now I've gone on tour for the book I've sold thousands of copies so now I'm trying to go to a publisher and I'm basically gonna like double it in size with a lot of the feedback that I got from the events because mm -hmm. like for example for a lot of the uh cities that I went to the majority of the women were like independent women. And I'm like, and I didn't put in there, like like in the rewrite, I talk about how do you stop being so independent, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. and things like that. So um, it's more just to actually open your eyes and see what type of situations you're in. Mm -hmm. Because there's a lot of people who are in relationships. Towards the end of the book, it talks about relationships. Mm -hmm. I say relationships are not free. If yeah. you think about it, you don't realize it, but you're spending money in your relationship. Definitely. To Definitely. get yeah. to each other, to eat, to um, <clears throat> just entertainment, mm -hmm. you know, bills, this, that, whatever. Yeah. If you live together, splitting, um, so, like trying to divide it up and stuff like that. And um, so even people who are not looking to play the game, there's things in there for them because they're like, oh, wow, I didn't realize I was spending so much money on groceries. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm always the one cooking. I'm always the one. I even say, you know, there was a point where a guy, he, I added sports channels to my uh, cable because I wanted him to come over. You mm -hmm. know, he used to be like, nah, the game is on. I can't come over there because you don't got no, you don't got the... <laughs> You don't got the channels. And I'm like, that's real. And I'm like, damn. And so I added it, but then now the cable was like 250 because it's freaking ESPN. <laughs> yeah, that's what you know is real when you add ESPN Because I don't care about that right, at all. So you start to really see how much money and time you're, you know, um, investing into each other. So, um, and it's just for people to see if everything is equal or if it's one-sided, mm -hmm. you know? Um, it's not 
a gold digging book. Yeah. Like, it seems like it, and I kind of market it like that in a way. I was going to say, I, I got that. It was, it's not really that, right. though. It's not that. Right. It's, it's, it's hidden like that, right. but I think that's where the humor is. Yeah. That's what I've learned from you. Yeah, well, the, t- the, the title comes from a tweet that I created that is viral all over the internet, and I don't have... They didn't really give me credit for it because it was before watermarking. Mm. It said, the Emin man is for money. A man with no money is an an, and A-N stands for another nigga because that's what I'm going to find me. Mm. <laughs> so, Damn, that's far. <laughs> Yo. So that's poetic. I can't defend this, guys. That's, that's too deep. I need some time to think. So that is where the title comes from and like i said it's not necessarily and the thing is you know how like it's like musical chairs a little bit like one girl may not be able to get money out of you Mm -hmm. but another girl may yeah you know and for every guy in this room there's always you know and there's there's um some guys that don't give you know a certain it 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 really it's just all about who connects with who and who fits in like a little puzzle so um i think people are more now finding their footing with their relationships and actually um thinking about how are we like what does this person really want from me Mm -hmm. and what is where is this gonna go yeah and you know before just diving head first and having sex with all of these people you know just because guys want to have sex <laughs> I, can't, I can't defend it. Silence. <laughs> Guys do want to have sex. What do you want me to do, man? Yeah. It's human mm-hmm. nature. I will say though, I, I don't think guys want to have sex as much as women think they do all the time. Uh. <laughs> I'm, I'm being, I'm being honest. I don't know about that. I'm, 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 I'm being. But honest. what do you? Okay, say. It. Mm. I, I think if I'm, if I'm keeping it a buck, I think that women think that. Men want to have sex all the time. Where really, that's not really the case. A lot of times, um, it's not about sex all the time. So, what is it about? For uh, well, I'll speak for me. For me, it's about other things. Like sex, what? Sex is great. I, you can get sex anywhere. It's about enjoyment. It's about energy. It's about vibe. It's about learning. Mm-hmm. Like I'm more into like how how are we gonna grow? What what? How can I how can I level you up? And how can you level me up? I like that type of shit. Of course, I love sex. Who doesn't love sex? But that's not my focus. You know but what I'm saying? Like 100%. that's with certain people. Meaning you know, that's, that that's with anyone. I, I, I'm I'm I'll, I'll preference this by saying I'm a weirdo when it comes to shit like this. Like I get turned off by like stupid shit, like, like real real stupid shit. So like, you like, won't be in like a club, and a really uh, attractive woman is in the club and ready to have sex with you, and you're like, no no no, I want to get to know you first. That's what you'll do. Yeah. So you wouldn't have sex with her randomly. I'm, I'm not easy. Oh, oh. I'm not easy. He said I'm not easy. Humor me. This is my thing. Well, number one, I, I'm different. Like I've been to every country. I've seen everything. Right. If if looks are 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 the only thing I'm focusing on, God only knows the type of person you are. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm big into people. I'm big into what what is your make mm-hmm. outside of. Your, your physical attributes. I don't care about that. Mm-hmm. So everybody you have sex with you like. Yeah, because mm. I, I, I make it so... There, there hasn't been one... Well, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's but probably. I, I don't, I don't, I don't count, know. but only just because I'm, I'm, I was younger. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? Like being seasoned, like I don't, I don't. It, it, it's just not my thing. And plus, I'm, I'm, I'm a relationship dude. You know mm-hmm, what I'm saying? Like a mm-hmm. long relationship. So for me, it's not, uh, it's, I'm more substance-based. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Versus just the, the one tunnel vision type of, of thinking, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, 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 I, I, just, I get it. It's just like, for some people, you just need to have some sort of connection with them yeah, in order to like, even enjoy sex mm-hmm. itself, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, not every, like, but I think that goes back to the fact that, like, not every guy, like you said, wants to fuck everything that has a hole. Yeah, it's just like, it's just about having that relationship and connection. But the same way, too, it's like, I think there are gender stereotypes that people constantly put on each other. Like, the mm-hmm. same way that, like, men don't realize how often and much women really want to have sex and they think yeah. that like we don't want to do one night stands and stuff like that but it's like what we we honestly talk dirtier to our girlfriends than some dudes talk to their homeboys well, I'll, I'll say that just having a, a number of, of female friends I've learned that about women mm-hmm. women, oh, yeah. women low key want to have sex way more than men I'm not like that Wait. but I no I really am I hate no Mm-mm. I don't have sex often I make all my fucks count like no <laughs> <laughs> Like my chart, she got Like it has like, to make sense for me to have sex, unless you're like my boyfriend. And even then, I'm like, what did he do this week for me? Oh, <laughs> oh my god! You know? That's wild. But I'm I not, I but I have a lot of my friends. The majority of my friends do like to have sex, and they do say like, sometimes I don't even care. I just want to have sex. I'm like, not me. I don't. Yeah, care. like I'm not. I'm, I, I'm older. I'm uh, like I don't have energy for all that shit. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm not doing all that. I'm so if a girl, um, damn, I forgot what I was gonna ask you. I forgot. It's okay. I'm good. <laughs> With that said, ladies and gentlemen, because I'm not gonna give her a chance to remember. <laughs> um, <laughs> Want to thank you for coming on. Thank this you is so really, much. Really, really thank great you. Thank I'm, I'm you. happy you came. I know it, this thank was you. a hectic day for all of us. We're, yeah. you know, it's a lot going on in the city today. So, um, but definitely check us out. Tell us your thoughts, ladies and gentlemen. What do you think about uh, role reversal with genders and and how that works? Do you think there should be standards? Do you think that? Um, you know, you should kind of uh, engage with people with a certain agenda, or or maybe not. And and tell us what you think about that. I'm I'm, I'm curious to see what you guys think. Um, check us out on Grassroots Pod, and that's in, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, uh, SoundCloud, pretty much everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, also, as always. Uh, join the group me chat forever growing like I always say yeah. that's going to be in the description of YouTube and um, lastly what's, what's your handle against passport underscore Cuddy mm-hmm. yeah follow See, her yeah. follow her I follow her yeah. I'm, I'm a believer I'm, I'm a uh, I'm a Cuddy I'm part of the Cuddy club oh, but, it, but it's but it's C-U-T-T-Y oh yeah, yeah C-U-T-T because yeah. some people will be thinking like Cuddy like K Cuddy yeah yeah. 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 yeah yeah make sure you spell it right but I'm, I'm part of the cult so. <laughs> That's where we're at. I'm about to read this book today. Yeah, where? I ain't trying to get money, but <laughs> I'm just trying to see what kind of dudes are there. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> thank you it. for having me. I really appreciate it. I had a great time with you guys. Thank you. Thank you. I, I told you you'd be all right. Yeah. I told you. Uh, well, I'm, I'm Brandon Killaby Hall. I'm Aaron Ashley Simon. And I'm Passport Cuddy. And we out. Hey.